Let me tell you what creator's dementia is. It's the feeling you get with a finished project. The feeling you get when you get rejected. It's the feeling you get when you imagine the future with your creations. The struggle, the disappointment, the lot. This podcast will take you through all of the thoughts, effects, and craziness that comes with being a creator. So welcome to the place where you know you are not alone in your creative endeavors. Welcome to Creator's Dementia. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Creator's Dementia. Uh, To start the show off, good news is it is scripted, so I won't be rambling like I did last time. Uh, But to start the show off, I would just love to give a big shout out to Tyler Clawson on his new newsletter podcast available on YouTube. He, uh, as he said, it's like a journal of sorts and not only does he give props to his most appreciated fandom, including a personal shout out to the Creators Dementia podcast, um, Tyler is a good friend of mine. He, uh, he was the one that, you know, has taught me a lot about podcasting and, if it wasn't for him, I probably wouldn't have progressed at the rate that I actually have. Uh, I'd probably still be stuck with mediocre equipment. So thanks to him, you know, Careers Dementia has actually grown. And, um, you know, he claims that he's better at it than I am, you know, despite he does have an eight-year gain, at least, in this industry. But uh, I just don't know about that. I don't know if he's actually better um Nah, I'm just kidding. He actually is. He's he's way better. Uh, he said in his uh, newsletter podcast that uh, if I can do it, he knows he can do it, but he could probably do it better. And yes, he was joking, but it is also extremely true. And I give him major props for that. Um, he is he's a good guy, and you know he has multiple talents and multiple things. So, you know I'm. I'm honored that he mentioned Creator's Dementia in his uh, newsletter. It was it was fantastic. I loved it. Um, but yes, he is better. But you know that's that's part of the point I always try to talk about uh, when I get into my rants and rambles. Uh, you know, support is a major stepping stone in the creative industry, and I am glad of the support that I get as well as the support that I give. Uh, so, you know, go go check out Tyler's uh, Tyler Clawson's new newsletter podcast on YouTube. Just look it up, uh, you know, t.w.clawson on YouTube. You know, I think it may be called A Bit Much, or that could just been the uh, the title of the first episode, but it also the title could have been um, The Only Escape from my child is death or something like that. I, I don't remember the actual title, but you just check it out. Cause it, it's great. It's amazing. Tyler does an amazing job. So be sure to subscribe to his YouTube channel and, uh, don't forget his Lewis and Lovecraft between Lewis and Lovecraft podcast, because it is highly entertaining and, uh, it's just, you know, just support him. He's, he's really good at what he does. Um, so before, 
I get into the topic of the day, I'm just going to go ahead and warn you that some things are going to get personal. I may get a little excited. I may get emotional. Uh, this is a topic that I did research, and as I was writing out the script for it, I, a bunch of things just started popping in my head. So it's going to be uh, may, a little different to the point where I may have more heart into this scripted episode than my previous ones. I know uh, some of you have caught me kind of tearing up if I talk about some, you know, the support or, you know, family and stuff like that. But uh, the more that I was writing this one, the the more I felt. So this is going to be a highly personal, uh, emotional episode. So just prepare for it just in case. Uh, but before we get started... Uh, let's go through some updates, shall we? First off, I have been sick for two, for the better part of two weeks. Uh, no idea what it was, no idea what it is. The doctor said it's a virus, two different kinds of meds I've been on, big fun, you know, just a whole shebang. And it's not the flu, it's nothing like that. It was just something that just messed with my system and I had a constant cough and yeah, it was, it was horrible. But I'm feeling much better now, and so we are, we're still going at it. Um, update number two, and this is a biggie. I am sponsored. You can see the shirt here. It is Dubby, Dubby Energy Drink. Um, so at some point during this episode, an advertisement is going to pop up, recorded by me. So just, yeah, I got I got to spread the word about the sponsorship. So. Um, now it's not, not a big sponsorship, you know, where I get free money. It's nothing like that. It's, uh, you know, they, they don't give me money for mentioning them, but, uh, I have to put in the work to get paid as well as, you know, have the listeners purchase an item from the company. Uh, so, you know, you'll hear an advertisement in my voice in my voice to try to get you to consider purchasing from this brand. But, hey, Chris Dementia, it, Chris Dementia, I done screwed up my own title. Creator, Creators Dementia is sponsored, and that is amazing. It's our first real sponsor, and we are moving up in the world, so I'm extremely proud of how far we have come. Uh, you know, it started off with hardly any talent uh, some makeshift stuff here and there some low budget equipment I'm I'm loading up uh, sessions from our Wayfinders Guild D&D uh, &D session on YouTube so I'm make sure my computer stays going so I'll it says upload complete but still processing so that'll be available here probably within the next hour and of course this will <laughs> this episode will be out long after that um, but yes we are sponsored by W Energy. Um, I will mention them in a nice little ad slot later on in the episode, uh, pre-recorded, just so that way I'll never forget. Um, so, also, um, I took a look at my analytics uh, at, that I and I have. I actually have listeners for Creators Dementia across the ocean. Uh, people in Europe are actually tuning in with Spotify and listening to Creators Dementia. So that just I mean, how, how how cool is that, that people have heard my voice in, a, in another country? That is just amazing. Now, I don't have that, like, 
the numbers were great for me. That's that's one of them things I need. I don't need to move. That's one of them things that I will just get easily excited about because even two listeners make me happy, and I'm pretty sure I was over 65 in another country. So that is amazing. It's freaking amazing, and you know it's the little things like this that gets me hyped up for what I do. Uh, so to all my listeners, if you want to send a message to me, just send an email to creatorsdementia at gmail.com, uh, C-R-E-A-T-O-R-S-D-E-M-E-N-T-I-A at gmail.com. Uh, you know, tell me what you think of the show, shoot me some topics to discuss, or just say hi. Uh, I would I would love to hear from any and all of you. So, you know, let the Demented Creators unite here in this world. You know, let's come together. You know, hit me up. Send me the support, you know, with just a, uh, like a greeting. I, that's support to me. You know, I know you're listening to me, and I know you want me to continue. So just do do what you got to do in order for me to be like, oh, okay, thank you. I'm, I'm going to say thank you no matter what. But, you know, I'm the kind that likes to meet the people who enjoy what he does. So, Yeah. Send me a message to creatorsdementia at gmail.com. I would love to hear from any of you and all of you. Uh, so the last update. Uh, so once again, thanks to Tyler Clawson. Uh, I am, I'm telling you, the, Tyler's just amazing. He really is. Uh, I was directed to a place where I am going to start creating merch. So actually, before I started recording, I uploaded five designs to try and get some merch going. I'm waiting for them all to get approved, and then hopefully we will be at it, and I'll have merch to sell. So if you follow me on any of my social medias, as soon as the merch is available, it's I'm posting it. I'm sharing it. So And hopefully, maybe at some point, I will have one of my merch shirts on. Uh, so really soon, once I get the the images uploaded, which I, I did, uh, Crazy Dimension merch will be out there. Um, I'm bringing a whole new... A whole new world to my creativity. Uh, I honestly cannot wait until I can have an actual team for all that I am trying to do here. I I feel it coming. Things are happening. And, you know, all this stuff that I'm doing, you know, it's just me, this single person doing all this. There's my water. And, you know, it's, it's, it's a big, these are big projects. It's like uh, I started... At 9.30 this morning, trying to get everything going. I was going to start earlier, but I had to get myself up because I have been just extremely exhausted with this sickness. So um, I'm trying to build myself up here. Uh, but it is now 3.34. I'm still going. I got the merch store going. Like I said, I'm just waiting for approval. Um, I transferred over files for the D&D sessions from last night and a couple weeks ago. So I got to get those uploaded. Um, I've got to do the uh, finish edits for episode four of 24 Hours in the Zombie Apocalypse. That's on the Kindle Vela. Uh, I've got to get that done today. It's just so much that I've planned to do this weekend that I am going to get done and, and nothing is going to stop me. So we are going. We are doing this um, within this episode. There's going to be two uh, nice little things that I'm going to read to you guys uh, from two writers that are amazing and I hope it's going to be a treat for you as much as it was a treat for me when I read them. Uh, so, uh, Creators of Dementia 
So Creators Dimension News Channel crazy updates are now past news. <laughs> you see how crappy that was scripted right there. I apologize, but I don't know. I started rambling and I went off and then I looked back at my notebook and realized where I was and that just kind of threw me off a little bit. But anyway, so Creators Dementia, let's get to the topic at hand. What is quality content it's the stuff we are trying to produce to get our names out there to be the best indie creators that we are that we know we can be but quality content i mean is it is quality content honestly judged by the amount of eyes that it actually gets put on your creation uh, the amount of time someone spends with your creativity is it even proven to be quality content because someone says, uh, because, oh, because someone says so. <laughs> I got mixed up there. Uh, is it, is it proven to be quality content because someone says so and not just regular content? The whole formula of, of trying to figure out ways to make sure people want to see your stuff is beyond my grasp. I don't know the algorithm. I don't understand the algorithm. And I guess that's why I'm not within the algorithm. But I can't tell you the magical number needed to produce such high volume audiences. I honestly cannot. I, don't, I mean, people can give you tips. I'll give you tips. But I'm, I don't know the magical number and I don't know the magical process. Um, but what I can tell you is what the definition of quality content, what quality content is. Quality content is anything that adds high value to the reader or watcher. So your audience, uh, quality content is to increase your audience's understanding. If a topic in of a topic in a way that may not, they may have not been aware of. So now, quality content is important. It helps attract audiences to all the things you do. Gets them to engage. If your audience finds the content valuable, then they are more likely to share it. You know, speak about it, tell their friends about it, you know, constantly keep updated with it, you know. Quality content goes a long way. I don't know how many people would consider this being quality content, but I know that this certain amount of views that I get, apparently it is, at, you know, to a certain standard. Um, but there are three essential elements to making quality content. It seems like there's always a list of something to improve. Uh, but, you know, you it the quality content must be useful. It has to be interesting. And it has to have what they call the cookie factor. There was like no S. Oh, well, has. But it seemed like there was no S's in that sentence. And if have you ever noticed that with the sentences that do not have the S sound is a weird sentence. I don't know why. Like that one and that one. <laughs> it's I don't know. It just it's it's a weird thing to me. I don't like it. But, you know, some sentences do not have S's. Or the sound of S. Anyways, let's... Alright, so let's take a, a history book, for example. You know, it, it is useful. 
because it is needed to teach the past. Uh, it's full of all these interesting facts uh, about what has happened in the world. It teaches us about our ancestors, our mistakes, our losses, our victories. You know, it has useful information that can help us in the future. So we do not repeat the same mistakes. You know, they always say history is doomed to repeat itself. But yeah, if you read a history book, you can actually avoid that type of repetition. But, you know, it seems like the world is so dumbfounded on making sure that people suffer. We're going to continue making that mistake anyway. But a history book, you know, it's just a tiny example, you know, to show you how something such as a textbook you know that you must read while you're in school uh, is always in such high demand regardless of it being a requirement for education now you may be wondering about the phrase the cookie factor so before i get there the history book you know it's useful to me it's interesting i love history and the cookie factor doesn't really come into play with the history book because no matter what, it is going to be on demand. But, you know, so we're going to get into what a cookie factor is, and maybe a history book does actually have that. But if you are wondering about the phrase, the cookie factor, I myself was wondering what this was when I first read it. The cookie factor is basically creating a demand for your product with something else that they can't resist to the point... Let's flip this page. Where they forget the main product you were actually there for and they focus more on something else you bring to the table, kind of like, and we are going to use cookies as an example. Uh, Say you are invited to help with organizing a town event. No, They, they come to you. They're like, hey, I need to put together the zombie walk. There we go. I've done that. You know, people have heard that you are the great planner. You know, you are a great planner. You complete everything in such detail that they make sure you are the you are in the group to get this organization and this event completed. But what they truly look forward to are your fresh, homemade, creamy chocolate warm to the touch that breaks apart in your mouth cookies. Say you are a fantastic baker and you bring them cookies everywhere you're invited to. Sounds kind of weird, I know, but it is a true marketing technique. You know, Career Dimension finally got sponsorship and we are here to talk about it for just a minute or two. If you are like me and need that extra boost in the morning to help you create awesome content to share with the world but are tired of the high-priced energy drinks that come in a can or you're looking for an energy supplement that will just boost your mental and physical state without the jitters or the inevitable crash and burn that awaits you after the known brain energy drink consumption that's where dubby comes in bam Look at my slime shirt. My dubby slime shirt. It's pretty cool. Fits nice, very comfortable, very breathable. Like I'm enjoying this shirt. Dubby is a highly formulated tub energy drink with coffee cherry extract that is perfect for gamers, live streamers, and content creators. And that is why I was chosen. And I'm awesome. 
Dubby is sugar-free, maltodextrin-free, and keto-friendly. And that is so amazing because I am back on the keto diet once again. So this is the kind of stuff that I need. It comes in flavors such as Big Energy Tears Raspberry, Dragon Fruit Pink Strawberry Lemonade, known as Dragonade, Granny Smith Apple and Secret Sauce Dub Sludge, and Dubby Fruit Punch Lemon Lime Blend called Pushin' Punch. All these flavors, plus the merch that you can enjoy in your everyday life. They've got hats, they've got stickers, they've got shirts, they've got water bottles. Uh, they're technically called mixers. <laughs> but you, Dubby has all these items that you can enjoy, plus more. You just go to W.GG, select the products you want, and at checkout, make sure you use coupon code Creators Dementia for 10% off your order. That's D-U-B-B-Y dot G-G and use coupon code Creators Dementia, C-R-E-A-T-O-R-S-D-E-M-E-N-T-I-A in the coupon section for 10% off your final total. Dubby, the energy drink you may not knew existed, but now you know you need. So let's go with this to the world of writing. You get invited to participate in, in an anthology. Some of us have done that, and they are awesome. Uh, many writers are joining in where you all combine stories to produce, you know, an amazing book. You know, one that you are just so passionate for that you cannot wait to get to it. But they specifically want you in it. You're a great writer. You can tell a story. You can create a world. But why you specifically, when there's so many people out there that can do that, why you specifically? Is it out of the goodness of their heart? It's possible. I mean, I've been invited to things just out of the goodness of people's hearts, even though they could have cared less if I was there. Is it because they want everyone to have the opportunity to collab with one another? Possibly. Get out. Should have shut my door. It is possible. You know, give everybody a chance. You know, spread out their talents. That way people can see them. I get it. Or... It could be because you bring something that everyone enjoys that completely makes your presence memorable. And without you, they believe it wouldn't be as fun or magical. You have that cookie factor. It could be your writing style. It could be the way you support everyone to keep them going. It could even be how you present the world in your writing that just takes it to a whole new level. Or it honestly could be because you make it so much more enjoyable that they just want you around. That is a cookie factor. Something you bring to the table where everyone is glad you're there and they forget the real reason they brought you in on the, in the first place, which is to produce a 10,000 word story to fill up a book. They bring you in because you can help 
with morale or you know you bring that certain charisma to a group to where everybody just gets it and can feed off of it and get their stuff done you know that that can be your cookie factor i don't know what mine is <laughs> but you know maybe one day i'll figure it out but yes you for good quality content you have to have that cookie factor, something that people just radiate to or gravitate to that radiates off of you, that keeps your entire audience enjoying just being around you. You know, everyone in this world has their own cookie factor. And once you discover it, you will be able to be the person everyone wants and they don't care what it takes to get you. It's, you know... Finding your cookie factor would be amazing if you can own it, you know, hone it in, bring it, bring it out whenever you choose to. <clears throat> like, you know, I wish I could be one of them avid bakers that, you know, if something was going on, they're like, oh, we got to make sure we get Bradley's cookies. You know, those peanut butter melt in your mouth cookies. We need those, but we also need him to, you know, put up a flag. I don't know, but... You know, just that that certain gripping of people's uh, view of you that honestly just pulls them in so hard that they just cannot see what is going on without you, and it's not it would not succeed without you. That is a cookie factor, and it's yes, like I said, it's weird, but you know that's what it's called, and that's what we. I mean, that's what we have. That's what we need. That's how we get our stuff going. It's it's what brings the audience to us. I know I probably re I have repeated the crap out of that, but it's true. Um, so before I move forward with the continuing um, of this topic, uh, I'm going to actually share some work from fellow friends and authors I believe you all will enjoy. Uh, these works bring this topic to life, and it is pure, genuine, quality content so let me pull it up i got one right here i didn't want to misplace it um so the first one i'm reading is from frank montiano and it is called monsters <clears throat> so sit back relax enjoy this good quality content frank is an amazing guy he's supportive he he cracks me up like I met him in the Phoenix Quill, and I'm so happy he's there. He has a cookie factor in my uh, in my mind. It's just anytime somebody posts something, I hope he's there to actually respond to it because, like I said, he will bring some humor, but he can also be serious. It's it's amazing. But this story is called Monsters by Frank Montiano. I've not always slept on a bed. Sometimes I've slept on a canvas cot or the floor on the hard ground or slanted on a roof you know don't ask or a few other even stranger places all by choice but no matter where I laid my head there have always been monsters nearby when I was younger the monsters were big scary spidery things like the brown recluse and its deadly venom that punctured a deep oozing hole in my leg when I was seven 
or snaky things like the pretty boa that slithered up my stick and almost bit me when I was four. Or ghostly things like the blonde kinder's girl that died when I was eight and haunted the swampy dale south of the village where she was drowned by her awful uncle. They made me shiver with dread and hide under my blanket. Some nights, I would wet myself. As I grew older, the monsters of my childhood years sort of faded into the background. Oh, they were still there. But they bothered me less and less. I was too busy working on the farm or finding out about girls. On certain nights when the rain and lightning bolts fell fast and furious, my nightmares would come and parade around. A motley monster parade of venom, fangs, and death, reminding me of the countless ways to die in my narrow kid world. But I knew them now to be childish fears. The, this realization made me feel like a, a grown-up. I was bigger than these fears. At least that's the way it was until I went to war. Like many of the other boys, I was young, brave, bold, newly married, and a little fearfully excited of my first war. We didn't realize back then how bad off the war had become, that our generation still in its tender teens was all that was left to raise arms. Grandfather had already followed after dear departed father into the west. I hurriedly kissed my war bride goodbye and ran off with the other boys from the village. I went to sleep that night with a hand weapon, a lopsided smile on my face, still from my first time with a girl. <clears throat> All us novice fighters slept together in abandoned tents. We dug through the kits left by the dead giving up the small treasures we found of knives, shields, and keepsakes. Pecking orders were established quickly and reinforced by our instructors, who were all missing a limb or two, but nevertheless mean, battle-hardened, and quick. We trained from dawn to dusk on the days we didn't travel toward the front lines in wooden wagons stained with blood. That's how life was. That is, until the dream killers drifted through the canvas walls and slaughtered us by the tent full. We'd keep each other awake, pricking with daggers if we had to. To sleep was to die. Another blasphemy committed by the enemy. Our chaplain shouted at morning service and we all nodded along, gripping our crosses tight. We had lost half our company the first night. What evil had the enemy done to create these unholy things? I stood in the back, barely able to keep my feet under me. What did the chaplain know? I thought to myself. He had one leg shorter than the other and didn't even shave yet. Slipping right into our dreams, the dream killers would take over and turn normal dreams into killer nightmares. Bodies twitched in, in cots as hearts and minds burst and then they then were still. The most defenseless amongst us were turned into lethal sleepwalkers. 
I only survived because I woke up as the uh, ethereal creatures attacked. I had to kill my own cousin as he stood over our squad leader. I could sense the presence of the dream killer somehow. When they were close, I felt a pain, like the ache of a sudden remembered injury. Something deep inside me could feel when their dream bodies floated near. I could fight them in a fashion too, using my own monsters to attack the otherwise untouchable spider, snake, and even the kinder girl came to my rescue and saved my squad more than a few times during the deadly days. The horrors of my childhood rescued me as a teen. I was given the war name Dreamer and wore it proud. After the first wave of attacks, I was removed from the front lines and spent the rest of the war pulling guard duty at the officer's quarters. There were few of us with the dream guard talent. Sleepy and Headcase were the other two who made up our three-man squad. We took turns pulling eight-hour sleep shifts, followed by an eight-hour guard duty over the active dreamer. We were pretty popular until the enemy realized our dream killers weren't as effective anymore. The monsters from the time in my life were dark, deadly, things that would come swiftly out of nowhere. But with the help of my own personal nightmares, I survived my tour. The battlegrounds shifted to sea and we were told to go home for now. When I arrived back home, I slept in the backyard for a month. This was for the safety of all concerned. I felt comfortable out there in the tent. I couldn't handle all the softness I found in the house, the softness of my bed, my wife, the food. I would twitch, howl, and punch randomly in the night. Didn't trust myself, not even with a knife. My monsters would prowl around my sleeping body, protecting me from anyone who came near, even my own kin. It took a little bit, but my war sharp edges began to dull. I know it sounds funny, but even the pillows were too much. I couldn't sleep unless I rolled up an old shirt or something, then lay my head on. By the end of the second month, I was able to sleep in the house and make it through most nights. Those monsters were the hardest to ignore and the ones that seemed the most real. They had the faces of family and friends. They were shadows of lost war mates, imagined wrongs, unfaithfulness, and other things that a mind dwells on after a long absence. I missed the front lines. I didn't tell my wife that, though. Couldn't tell her I yearned for the intensity of the war. Her love, the love of my beautiful bride, helped bring me back to a sense of normality as did the pregnancy. A young, growing belly made the world a brighter, happier place for all, including me. It's hard to see the dark sides of the world when faced with smiles, love, and hugs, when the worst thing are cravings and tiny belly kicks. The monsters from this time eventually, too, reached the point of fading away. Coming back every once in a while as a friendly reminder, more than anything, we left the tent standing up in the backyard, though, just in case. 
I pledged to take it down after the baby was born. Bad nights came, back fewer and fewer. On one of those nights, one of those dark, stormy, emotional nights when all of my monsters came back to visit, I awoke and stumbled outside to sleep in the tent. I thought I was the danger. I thought I was protecting my family by exiling myself to a safe, safe distance. That was the night that the dream killers revenged themselves upon me and took my family. All gone in one terrible night. That was the night when I acquired the scariest monster of all. Scarier than all the evils of childhood and war. The one monster that makes me cry and howl to this day. The one that makes me howl and yell, I don't know you, I don't want to know you, and I want to forget you ever existed. When she balls, sometimes I wonder how I know what she would have sounded like if she'd been born. And I do know, because I hear her heart breaking, cries every night from under my bed. The piteous cries, the hungering balls, the mewling that tear through the heart of every parent and make them want to do anything they can do stop the crying some days I think she's a dream killer I don't know what is worse oh snap Frank 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 holy crap Frank holy crap Frank that was that's some good stuff. Some real good stuff. Kudos. I like it. Uh, I would love to read a book about dream killers. That would be freaking epic. I mean, who knows? There might be some sort of one out there, but Frank, you should write that entire book right there. I would read the shit out of it. That was just too damn good. I got lost. That, when I, I started fading from reading, I was getting lost in it and it threw me off so that's why you know some words got a little messed up or i had trouble pronouncing or i'd run a sentence together that's why it's because i just i got sucked in so bad that i lost track of where i was and i was just picturing everything that was going on holy shit oh man okay so frank thank you for that that was just amazing um now i gotta find uh, the other one. It should be right here. Because I don't think nobody really sent me one uh, through my email other than Frank. So let's see here. I know there's another one. Do, do, do. Um, yep, here we go. Alright. So we have a poem by A.F. Lamonte. And 
She's a good writer. I enjoy <clears throat> her posts, and I enjoy I enjoyed her story in Quillandia. I love it, so I know you're going to enjoy this too. I don't see a title. I probably should have asked. Uh, so, but still, it'll be good. <clears throat> I'm a ship without a compass, lost at sea, letting the wind and waves just carry me to wherever it is I'm supposed to be. The sun will rise as it has all along. The doves at dawn will call their mournful song. People will pass by in a laughing throng. Oblivious to the sea of sorrow I'm in. But that's a fact of life. The world keeps its spin. Sun down, sun up. Another day will begin. The tears running down, my cheeks will dry. A smile will come and I won't have to try. But I'll have to figure this out by and by. The light you gave me, I shall make my own. You taught me this before I was grown. And I will live out the lessons you have shown. One day, I shall find a place to land. And once more, I'll be able to stand. Following your footprints, you left in this sand. Heaven's gates opened and you've stepped in. I'll have to read you this poem once we meet again. She wrote this for her grandmother that had passed away. I was totally in that one too. I was picturing... Every, like the, a beach I was picturing waves crashing I was picturing a woman in like complete pirate attire I guess because you know it was talking about being on a ship but just staring off into the distance in a crystal blue sky with the waves just slowly kind of rising and coming up to land where just single little footprints were walking straight from the water into the mainland uh, that was what was popping in my head while I was reading this thank you AF Lamonte, I really appreciate it. that. Was amazing. Uh, you have no idea. I enjoyed that, and uh, I know your grandmother would too. But I'm pretty sure that was the only two that I received for this episode. So if anybody uh, would love to send me something to read, such as you know my the uh, well, my gosh, uh, Frank and AF has done. Why did I just do that? I screwed something up in my email. Um, then I would be more than happy to showcase it. Um, I hope you enjoyed those two. That's that's some honest to God quality content. That's why I wanted to read them for this episode, so that way people out there know what quality content is. And I just gave you some. You're welcome. Anyways. <laughs> so after that, now the ultimate question 
what truly determines quality content other than what the internet believes it is. Views, ratings, subscribers, donations, maybe. It can be. I mean, there's no limit to it. You know, it is highly possible, but people get paid these ways. You know, but, and this is a big but, like, Kardashian butt. All of this stuff is opinionated. Someone, somewhere, determines if it's a must-read, a must-watch, a must-view. Algorithms declare must-read, must-watch, must-view. And here is the fucking kicker. You can be that someone who determines these things. A simple share, a shout-out, a review. One single person can determine how much quality is actually in content by pressing a simple button. By telling a creator how you feel about their work, by going on Amazon and writing a review that says must read five out of five stars. Something as simple as that can literally determine how high of a quality that quality content is. That's one thing that, you know, everybody needs to understand. Reviews, word of mouth, and just enough support will determine what is high quality content, what is quality content, and what is just content. Now, if you're like me, you believe that your stuff is quality content. I mean, come on. I enjoy doing this, so this is my quality content. But, you know, the audiences out there that's never even heard of you because no one will actually share your stuff, they're not going to know that you do quality content. They're not going to know if your stuff is high quality content. They're not even going to know about your quality content. That's the thing with the world and the algorithms. We can beat those algorithms if we simply share somebody's creativity at least one time. Write that review, share their video, you know, tell them how awesome they're doing, and you would love to just showcase something that they've got going on. You know, and if you tell a creator how awesome you believe that they are, that will raise their spirits up so damn high that they will figure out more ways to please you in order to keep you coming back to to watch or read or listen to their shit. It is freaking true. Uh, serious. We love that kind of support. Even if we do not get paid by a supporter, we love the fact that someone says, I like your shit. Keep doing what you're doing. That alone will make us continue to do what we freaking do. You know, and there are elite groups out there such as New York Times bestseller list or, you know, even rotten freaking tomatoes that I just cannot stand. These are companies that place ratings on your content. You know, I'm not saying that these specific ones place the ratings on your content. They don't give two shits about mine because they don't know who the hell I am and I'm okay. But, you know, rotten tomatoes, I could, I swear, I think. <laughs> See, this this is where the emotional parts don't start coming out. Uh, the thing is, people like you and me 
are our own elite group that can make sure quality content is known without being paid off and truly speaking about what the material is. And that's the reasons why I do not trust things like Rotten Tomatoes. There could be a fantastic movie. They give it an 88% even though it may deserve a 95 and it could always possibly be because of the elitist in the Hollywood area. Give them such a low score because someone paid them off. Or they give them such a high score because someone paid them off. They're like, oh, people listen to you. You are the movie critic that everybody pays attention to. I'm going to give you $200,000 to say, hey, my movie was a 98% must watch. And do not get me wrong, sometimes Rotten Tomatoes is right. But a lot of times they're wrong. And I honestly believe it's because they support whoever they get paid by. Uh, so, you know, like I was saying, <laughs> we we can actually be our own elite group. Not to be paid off, but to just do show that support that the indie creators out there need. You have got to get down. Thank you. Quality content becomes highly anticipated quality content by supporters who want the world to know that what they enjoy should be enjoyed by others. Word of mouth honestly does go a long way. Shares, reviews, things that don't cost people a dime, a nickel, even a freaking penny. These small efforts ensure that quality content goes noticed that is the one thing creators dementia is about i have said this from the beginning sharing supporting being a demented creator is breaking is about breaking the boundary and the fine line between not thinking you're good enough to believing that you are Creators Dementia wants to help support the ones that are trying their damnedest to be the most passionate creator that they can be and actually enjoy doing it without having to have that depressive thought of if they are good enough and if they're going to make it. You know, everyone has the ability to produce quality content. Even if you aren't a creator, sharing and talking about a writer's book, people's cosplays, their art, their music, their photos that is producing quality content because you are the one showcasing to the world what kind of content needs to be seen and offering the awareness to people that it is that is out there you sharing someone's creation is quality content you may not be trying to get the, you know the thousand views that's a lot of us are trying to get with YouTube channels and TikToks and, you know, stuff like that. But if you literally sh share someone's art on your Facebook, your Snapchat, and you truly believe that it is the one of the most purest forms of art and they need to be noticed, that right there is quality content that you are producing. I love that kind of content when someone's like, hey, have you heard of this indie author? This book is fantastic. You should read it. That right 
there is quality content to me because you got someone out there that's trying to help someone make it into the passions and the creativity that they are working so damn hard for. That is quality content. So the next time you want to make sure your favorite creations are seen or want them to be noticed or have a friend that you would love to see them go further, share their shit. Share their stuff. Write that review on Amazon, Spotify, YouTube. Do whatever you feel you can do in order to produce your quality content so they can continue to continue to produce their quality content. The world has advanced in technological ways where everyone can voice their opinion by a simple click of a button. So why not use it? Why not use it? I mean, honestly. If you are running a business with your mother, your father, your sister, your brother, you know, someone, and you want people to know what you got, you are going to spread that word like wildfire. You're going to be like, hey, come buy these fresh cookies at Cookie Factor. Come buy my shirts. Come buy my uh, made tablecloth, my blankets, my crochet items. You are going to try your best to sell your shit. You want people to share your creations. You want them to create content around your efforts in order to help you get out there. So why can't we do the same thing? Creators Dementia is all about the support. I want to make sure that Tyler gets where he needs to go. He is a damn good creator, and I hope that he gets so far with all of his projects that he doesn't even remember where he struggled at when he first started. I mean, that boy is going to be so wholehearted when he makes it to the top that he's probably going to pull as many people up with him as possible. He has that kind of demeanor, and he is that kind of person. I can see that happening Larry Dean Toller, his freaking writing, his book, Fates, The Dark Legacy, has got me into loving fantasy a hell of a lot more. He needs all the shout-outs and the reviews that he can get. He needs to be noticed. I promise you, Dana Woods, this woman is all about creativity. Not only with her cosplays, but with her books. The Dragon Child... I cannot wait to see how far she can take it. And I hope it goes extremely far. Because her imagination toward this little world, built, uh, built world that she has done is beyond my comprehension. And I can't wait to see where it goes. Lori Wetzel's unclaimed series alone deserves a fucking spot on the New York Times bestseller list. She has a talent so far beyond mine that I won't ever be able to keep up. And I am so proud to know these people because I know that they have something going for them that can take them to so many places that I just really wish that I had the ability to push them a little forward to make it easier for them. So that's what I do with Creators Dementia. I try my best to show the support and the love that all these indie creators deserve. I was on TikTok Live earlier for the second time 
and, and you know, it's literally my second time ever doing TikTok live. And I was, I met a new friend. Um, I'm, he was a 17 year old that loves streaming. And we literally talked about games, cars, shows while I was trying to set up my merch store. And, uh, you know, he, he does Twitch. Um, let me, uh, I know I wrote it down. Give me one second. Uh, see, I got a little emotional there. <laughs> but uh, his gamer tag is I love gaming Zach. So um, you can pot, you will be able to find his Twitch. And this kid seems like he like, he he just met me today on TikTok Live while I was just trying to you know create quality content, and he gave me so much support that quickly that I'm going to give him the support back. Go if you watch gaming, go find him on Twitch. It would be amazing. Manic Panda. I don't pull. I do not mention people's real names on here, unless they allow me to. So Manic Panda is a TikToker. You can literally go to TikTok and type in Manic Panda, and you will find her. She is starting her own store. She has been gone for a long time, and she is coming back full swing. And she does art, landscape art anime art check it out i know you'll be able to find it. she's supposed to send me a link so i will hopefully have it down in the comments where if you want to find her you will be able to my friend fox i'm not gonna say your name <laughs> but her tiktoks have grown so much because of her awesome abilities with her cosplays it is beyond realistic the christmas cosplays that she done alone that, that should have broke tiktok right there uh, now, Kayla, y'all, I, if y'all have watched Curious Dementia, y'all know I have done an interview with her before. Into the Madhouse, she is still kicking it, still going hard with all the cosplay stuff, still doing amazing, and I can't wait to see how much further she can go. So, the whole concept of this episode is trying to determine what exactly is quality content. I believe with full heart quality content is established by support can't stand 50 shades of gray cannot but people love 50 shades of gray people will advertise the shit out of 50 shades of gray they did that's where it got its quality content from was people telling other people that it's a must read Remember that as you continue watching videos, reading books, stuff like that. Remember, you can be the reason why someone is judged as high-quality content and a must-read, a must-see, a must-view, highly reviewed. Remember that as you continue to support all these indie creators, these indie authors, indie writers, all of us. Remember that. One simple sentence, a must-read on Amazon can do some great damage I'm pretty sure if one book if your book gets like 50 reviews on Amazon they will put it on a list to where they will showcase the shit out of it all it takes is 50 people say must read very good book 5 out of 5 I recommend this couldn't put it down something simple you have that power 
And I'm hoping that I have that power with teaching or reaching out to you saying, hey, use that power for good. Anyways, let's get off the emotional train wreck. Thank you for coming back to Creators Dementia. I really appreciate it. Um, tried a new lighting technique. Hope you enjoyed it uh, for the ones watching on YouTube. Uh, maybe I should have turned that light on too. I don't know, but I kind of like how it looks from my little screen right there on the camera. It kind of looks pretty cool. But thank you guys very much for supporting Creators Dementia. Uh, you can follow me on all my socials. Uh, Facebook is Stories in the Making 2016. Instagram is B underscore Rad Boothead. Twitter's at Aspiring Zeds. Uh, I do not give out my Snapchat because there's too many porn bots on there. Um, of course, like I said, just follow me everywhere you can. Uh, follow me on YouTube, <laughs> Spotify, all that fun stuff. Amazon Music, Pandora. We are on Pandora now, people. Creators Dementia has made it to Pandora. That's a highly listened to platform. So that is just freaking amazing. We are sponsored by Dubby Energy, based out of California. Buy their crap. <laughs> I get paid if you do. You use co uh, coupon code Creators Dementia at checkout. Get 10% off your purchase. There's another little advertisement for you. But no, seriously, in, in, all, in all awesomeness, thank you guys very much for watching, listening, continuing to be behind me while I enjoy and try to conquer the world through Creators Dementia. I really appreciate it. Um, without you guys, it does not exist. So, once again, I can't say it enough. Thank you very much. Love you guys. God bless. Hope you had a great week. And I hope... You don't spend too much for Valentine's Day next month because it seems like all the stores are already putting them out, all the candies and stuff out. So, woohoo! Yeah. Have a good one. Merch store's coming soon. So, get ready for it. And do not forget if you do want to be a Patreon, Creators Dementia does have a Patreon. It's patreon.com slash Creators Dementia. <laughs> Uh, I don't have any Patreons yet, but it's fine. Like I said, it's just there just in case someone wants to help. No big deal. Love you guys. God bless. Demented Creator is out. Hopefully you enjoyed this episode of Creator's Dementia. I hope I conveyed the aspect of being a creator. It's not easy. It will never be perfect, but it is always hopeful. If you have any feedback you want to send my way, feel free to email me at creatorsdementia at gmail.com. Share the show, give us some stars, send me some of your creative work, and I'll put it on here. Creators need all the support they can get. Thank you for listening. Love you guys. Demented Creator, 